0: the owl 360 podcast remote going on right now. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hope everybody's doing okay and staying healthy. Uh, With on this podcast with us today, we have Mr. Sean Mahoney. Hey, Sean. Hi, Troy. Ms. Lisa Freeman. Hello. Ms. Lisa Ferguson. Hello. And Ms. Tammy Hubbard. Good afternoon. So what we're going to do in this podcast, I thought today, you guys, we'd just talk about what all's going on with e-learning, give some resources for teachers, what everybody's using. Also, we would talk about some resources for parents. Uh, Mrs. Ferguson, I, I know you were talking about some bumper stickers before we got rolling about <laughs> how some parents are going, "Oh my gosh, I'm ready to suspend my own child." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. On Facebook, there are a lot of memes going around right now. Uh, I saw some where I'm already asking for my child to be transferred to another class. <laughs> you know, those types of things. So our resourceful staff it, has put together some resources that I think will help parents. So a little bit later on, I'll talk about that.
0: And, I, and of course, when we post, I know Mr. Mahoney is really good about posting links along with that um, when we're recording and that kind of stuff. So, all right without further ado let's get going uh from an elementary standpoint Tammy what all are you using as far as e-learning
2: well last week um i used a a program called Vooks, which is it's a read it's where you can go and access a library of read-alouds and um it animates the stories the the words are there for the students to see and um It's just really a cool tool to use if you are not doing a relab in person. Um, So I used that a couple of times last week. And um, another thing I used, which I really loved, was the Cincinnati Zoo does um, home safari. And we did Fiona the hippo last week. And the zookeepers go through, you know, their... Their care and the hippos are right there and they teach you all about the animals and um, I had a couple of comments from parents that they like the kids really liked it and the students really liked it. And then they also have um, activities um, along with the presentation um, with the zoo animals and they do an animal every day. So, um, some of my parents have been watching those after, you know, I did the first lesson on that. And, um, so that's been really cool. I've also used YouTube a lot to access different activities for whatever skills that I need to teach. And one thing I'm really excited about for this week, I'm going to try this, um, program called Seesaw. And it's a way to um, give students a way to share what they know or what they've learned. They can record their voice. They can um, make a video. They can draw a picture, and it's it actually will save it into a little, like, portfolio, like a little folder. And I can just go on there and click on the folder, and I can see what they've turned in. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I haven't actually used it yet. I've got it ready for tomorrow, so I'm hoping that it goes well. But um, those are just some things that I've been trying. I did try Google Meet one day with my students, and... I got two students to, to get on and then no, no audio for me. So, um, and then I had trouble getting them to close it down because they kept talking and talking. Um, but, um, it was cool. I mean, I'm going to try again. I'm not giving up, but, um, I did try screencastify, which, um, I made a video for my students, um, just, you know, making some announcements and, um, giving them some information about Google Classroom. Um, But I'm going to try tomorrow to actually use Screencastify with teaching a word work lesson to my students. So that's what I've been doing.
0: Tammy, I know that uh, your kids were really excited to see you. So I think that the more we can do videos or those kind of get that and those meets figured out. I think the happier they are, I mean, they just didn't want to stop. They kept talking to you and talking to you when you yes. were going, okay. And I,
2: and I want to see them too, you know, so I want to get that in place so that we can actually see each other, you know, once a day maybe and be able to just to check in and um, maybe I'll read a story to them, you know, and maybe do a quick little lesson. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And this has been a real learn, a learning experience for me and for my parents and my parents have been really patient and I keep thanking them and they're sending me messages I get I'm pretty much busy all day getting messages from parents so it's been real a real good experience so yeah
1: Tammy you. for those you know, that
2: don't know what what grade do you teach and what school are you at I teach first grade at Jackson
0: Now with now with Seesaw Tammy you're getting ready to do that is that uh can you can share videos with students uh, Can they create like a digital portfolio of some sort of their learning? Yes,
2: that's exactly what it's a digital portfolio and it's very user friendly and it's, it's cute. It's fun. They just click on it and then they click on the check mark when they're finished and it saves it um, in their little folder and um, it looks awesome. Um, And a lot of, I'm, I'm kind of a member with um, some first grade teachers on Facebook and, a lot of people are raving about it, so that's why I'm trying it. So I'm hoping that um, it will be just what I'm looking for. So
0: You know, the the blessing out of all this or what comes from it, I think we will all be better, util- better utilizing technology in the future. We'll all be able to incorporate our daily teaching and then stuff on digitally as well.
2: This has been a crash course for me, and it's really been great because I can already see me taking these back to the classroom and using them in my teaching, so. It's been, it's not, it's not ideal. Of course, I'd rather be with my kids, but in this situation um, we're making it work and um, making it good for our students. So
0: we, you know, it. Mrs. Ferguson, you were talking about, I don't know if you remember, we'd kind of had a meeting that we were going to try and start for our kids uh, their own branding for their own, se- for themselves. So that seesaw sounds like they can create that digital portfolio we talked about. Do you remember that Lisa, when we were talking yeah. about that?
1: Yes. Yes. The importance of, managing your online persona, building that for uh, future job applications, college applications, scholarship applications, technology, and the things that we're doing now and learning about are going to be very important for that. So like Tammy said, I think many of our staff are learning things that, hey, I'd heard about that before, but now I see application for not only online learning, but my classroom as well.
0: So uh, Lisa Freeman, you there, Lisa? I am. So on a secondary level, anything particular you're using? uh, Any other tools that you could mention?
3: Um, Lots of repeats from what Tammy said. We have been emailing teachers among teachers a lot, you know, um, working with each other, helping each other, continuing using our Google resources that we have, the screencast to try to get our kids, you know, comfortable with seeing us and I hear teachers using the Flipgrid too but CK12 is an online um, textbook that I know some teachers were already using and so there's a nonfiction content and practice that goes along with that and then um, some IXL is uh, some short nonfiction um, texts with some practice that goes along with that. so. Um, I, Tammy, I heard that Google is working on those um, Google Meets and they're working on correcting uh, some of those issues that um, some teachers have been experiencing. I don't think students will be allowed to exit other students or <laughs> teachers. <laughs> so.
2: I hope they get that. Well, I thought it was on my end. So um I hope they get that fixed. yes. I
3: think they're <laughs> they're working on. It, I heard.
0: Well, another thing that looked good, kind of, was a it's it's an app called Playmeo. Are you guys familiar with that? P L A Y M E O. It's an interactive group game database. Groups are assigned by the teacher. This, I mean, it'd be it'd be good to build class culture, even though we're social distancing. I mean, to kind of keep us unified to a certain degree. But it looks that looks interesting sean any comments on this anything that you've seen or everybody's using or uh that would be good for
4: us i have been very encouraged by watching the collaboration taking place in uh, two facebook groups and for the conversations going on there it's been great i've seen a lot of good ideas shared Just quickly, the one that I saw today was on taking a screenshot of a PDF. So for instance, it'd be a worksheet and then using that image as a background for Google Slides. And then you can add editable boxes on top of that image. So basically, you're making an interactive worksheet out of a PDF and I thought that was a very clever way. So that is a a YouTube video that's been shared on that group and we'll certainly uh, share that out with a list of resources in the near future. But the collaboration that's going on amongst our staff is really special. Um, It's something pretty neat just to kind of watch unfold. They're all taking the initiative to share ideas, answer each other's questions. I love to see our staff being students and being excited about helping one another. So this season that we're in is weird and strange and there is heartache. We do have, probably all of us know someone who has been uh, very uh, negatively impacted by this, but there is a lot of beauty in this season. And I've just seen so much good come from people being more aware of their surroundings, being more aware of kindness. And I look forward to all the good things that are still gonna come from this. And I can't wait to hear the buzz in the hallways when we all get to be together again. It is going to be something wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the little things. It sure. It sure is the little things and it stresses how important we all are, even during all this, how important all the roles we play, but to, to steer it back a little bit for a, for a, from a parent aspect. Now, Tammy and I can speak on this for a second. Uh, and I'm sure that you can too you guys, but, um, I know there's been times I've had to just say, all right, Piper, take a break. <laughs> you know, you need a break, go get on the trampoline, <laughs> go somewhere, get out of here Go," <laughs> because she gets frustrated and I don't understand it.
4: Is what she says. Yeah, sure. So I can comment on that one. Our, um, high school senior is, uh, participating in a C4 class on video production. And I had to try to explain to her, honey, we don't have the equipment at home that you have in your lab at school. And she is still after that same level of perfection. So um, she and I had to have that conversation and she was able to adapt and uh, find a way to get her assignment done. And I think that's what everybody's doing. Teachers are adapting and realizing they don't, they don't have the tools or the resources they'd like to have uh, yet they're out there, but they don't have them yet. And students are also adapting that some of them can't do the work that they would like to do, and they're adapting. So being flexible is a big part of this. Uh,
0: From steering back, I know we're kind of, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but I did just remember an app that I thought is really good for reading. It's called Insert Learning. Are you familiar with that, Sean? I am not. Uh, Teachers can uh, put in annotations and stuff to any online text. So for text-based questions, that kind of thing, and comments, Uh, Math teachers could use it to throw in uh, equation setups, that kind of thing. It's called insert learning. Very nice. Uh, I think now, Mrs. Ferguson, as far as tracking data for teachers and that kind of stuff and grades, anything you recommend or, Mr. Mahoney, that you guys are using?
1: Well, uh, one of the things that we're doing as an administrative team is we uh, meet every every school day, every e-learning day at 10 o'clock. And one of the things that I would say, Seymour Community Schools stresses more than anything else is it is a people first, not programs first, not grades first, not all those kinds of things. It's very early in our process to be saying, okay, because I've seen a lot of things posted about other districts trying to observe people online, you know, making all these requirements we're not interested in that. We're interested in keeping learning alive, keeping our staff at a place that they can manage what's coming at them for the benefit of our students. You know, so it's just too early to say, yes, we must give grades in this way and those types of things. Um, Most of the things that are coming in, they're they're submissions that we can go back to if that becomes an issue. I'm looking for uh, IDOE because obviously students are going to want credit for the work that they've done over the course of this time, but how that looks, I am sure will not be how we traditionally have done it in the past. So those are conversations and uh, Lisa Freeman, you can weigh in on, in on this too, but I think these are discussions that we'll have at future discussion times on h- how do we work on this together, you know, there'll be guidance. I'm sure once all this is said and done that comes that says here's here's what we need from you and if you look at the guidance that we've sent out we've just asked folks to keep good documentation over this
3: time right Mm -hmm. teachers are concerned about doing the best that they can but they're they're stressed about uh being observed or evaluation and students you know keeping up and not using that not having that summer slide we talk about you know we want to we want to keep them active and learning and up to date
1: yeah, and it's just so hard to know. I mean, right now every student, every teacher is working in an environment that's very different than what we would usually find ourselves working in. So, we're not sure what that impact is or what might come from that. So, we have tried to stress in the in these first weeks to get off to a good, comfortable, familiar start.
0: I think that's so important. We've got it we've got to have that comfort that comfort factor in there. So uh, it just feels as much as normal as as it can be at this time. So I think that that's a key right there. Comfort. You know, I kind of as a the counselor in me worries about the social, the uh, social emotional aspect of this. So what I've done, I've created a counselor corner. So that's there's lessons on there that kind of thing. And also the students know they can email me and because some some students do need to talk to people. I know there's been times during all this where I needed to talk to somebody,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think many of you today have mentioned I can't emphasize enough the importance of keeping that connection in place for your school family, you know, whether it's uh, the folks that you work with, the students that you work with, your your administrators, I know that it's not how we usually interact, but there are ways to bring, and we're going to need that, that sunshine online, that smile, that laughter. That doesn't have to disappear. It doesn't have to be dry interactions. You know, uh, like when Tammy was talking about kids going to the zoo, that elicits emotions, you know, feelings about learning. So all of those things uh, will help our students cope not only today, but once we're back. And I'm going to say something about being back because people who know me know I am not a hugger. Like I don't hug. I have been <laughs> social distancing for years, but I am telling you, people, when I get back, I'm hugging some people. I'm, <laughs> the room, and I'm hugging them, and it's going to freak them out. <laughs> yeah, because I have missed some people. It's like, oh my gosh, where have you been? I've just the been here with my <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll all be the huggers. I know. I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then I can go back to myself, but I said, you know, I've just never been, I've never been a hugger, so I'm part of the solution.
3: <laughs> we appreciate your con- you know, <laughs> contribution. <Yes.
0: laughs> Thank you. Our hugger in chief.
3: <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Get a new button.
0: Now, Sean, uh, coming up, now all the, the things we talked about, we will provide a link. With all that, when we publish the the web, the podcast as well, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And all that stuff, I'll forward you some stuff I've managed to dig up. And we encourage anybody, please contribute, let us know, uh, send us an email after you've listened to the podcast. And do we have any special prizes, Mrs. Ferguson?
1: Um, oh, my gosh. I got tons of stuff here around the house that I can send out. I'll <laughs> take that clock. <laughs> yes, I know. I know all my all my junk back there. I'm I'm very interested in squirrels, if you can
2: imagine.
1: I have a squirrel chair, that's a squirrel nutcracker right there. So um, all right. So oh, one thing I i I was
2: y'all. gonna say I'll take the white mantle. I love your mantle. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. I've been
2: painting, so it's hard to tell what
1: this place will look like when I'm done. I have many crafts going. Many crafts that I take care of after I'm on call on e-learning days but of course I work on them. Um, Something that I want to bring up before we leave is that uh, Parent University uh, every day last week and we will only do it on e-learning days for our staff we have an update where we share resources I'll have information on there about this podcast and something that some of our staff uh, have worked to put together is a parent university and that link will be on there. It's a, it's a Facebook group and I know uh, a video that, that took place from, um, our PBIS specialist, which I just happen to have inside information there because she's my daughter, but <laughs> she did a little video on uh, helping parents understand how to use visual schedules, you know, and not just some of the things that you talked about, not just having things on there that are um, more related, that build in those breaks, those movements. Another part that's going to be in the update this week is I, uh, have checked in with our art and uh, PE departments, and you can see how they're encouraging students to move, uh, to to get out uh, in their own environments to include movement in what they're doing. Hopefully. In our parent university, we're going to add information from our, our therapists, our coaches, our counselors. As word gets out, if they have information that can help our parents with ideas that will make their life uh, because they're living in a new normal now to make their life a little more manageable with all of the instruction and things that are headed their way. So very important aspect of what e-learning has become
0: and i think it's as as we talked on earlier it's this will make us all better teachers too yeah you know i think we'll get better we'll be able to utilize these tools because for us older people uh you know all the 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 digital stuff is new and and it's it's harder for our for our children though i think we need to realize that's their world i mean phones and they're completely at ease with all this and i think that's that's definitely going to be the future
4: hey Troy yeah on the topic of getting help to our families something that want to make sure our listeners are aware of is our e-learning resource tab on our corporation homepage. so at scsc.k12.in.us our school corporation website there is a tab for e-learning and on that tab you'll be able to go to the e-learning area a lot of resources for our parents we have the information for getting help and calling the buildings. If the phone numbers that are listed there, they do go to voicemail and the secretaries do answer those and can get back. We have a form for families to fill out if the Chromebook is damaged or needs repair. On Wednesdays, we are starting curbside tech support at the sixth grade center. And that is from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesdays. And we also, have other various resources. So, the one stop shop is that e learning tab on the corporation homepage. And we have a lot of resources that will, will get their, their questions answered. And by the way, for curbside tech support, that is for staff also. And no appointment necessary, it's first come, first serve. Stay in your vehicle, bring your device and your charger, and a friendly tech support person will come out and interact with you. And we'll do our best job to send you away with a working device. Sean,
0: thank you. I know you've been been working tirelessly and certainly appreciate all you're doing. Very much so. Very much so. No, what I was going on, Mrs. Ferguson, is that, you know, usually we try to give prizes. So let's give uh, to the first four people that uh, email that they listen to the podcast. Let's give them an attaboy. (laughs) We'll give them three attaboys.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yes, three. Or girls.
0: At a girls, yes. At a person. At a person. (laughs) At a person. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for joining us. Um, Mrs. Freeman, Mr. Mahoney, Mrs. Ferguson, Mrs. Hubbard, myself. Uh, Don't forget, this has been the OWL 360 podcast, where we are soaring to excellence.
1: Everyone, every every day, every
0: day, every
3: day.